There's a lot of strange sex all around our world. Can't get pregnant that way. That's her butthole. You might find out you're queer. Or get a pap smear. Fucktails. Humping rabbit furs on tubas. Fucktails. Tales that make you wanna cringe or fuck tales. Reuse your condoms, no please do not. Just throw one in her, she's a robot. You might even hear some of your own fuck tales. Reddit threads and fed life blogs of fuck tales. Have sex with a ghost and that's a fuck tale. Not virgin tales or chastity tales. No fuck tales. Well, hey gang, welcome to another episode of Digital Intercourse. My name is Tom King, and I'm here with the responsibly attractive... <laughs> there we go. Lauren Turner. <laughs> Hi! And today is a quickie episode. We're going to be doing Sex in the News, also known as Fuck Tales. Woohoo! Uh, and that means in studio today, we've got Landerson Miller. Irresponsibly sexy. Irresponsibly sexy, yes. Yeah, yeah you're dangerous with it. Yeah. <laughs> the bad boy of podcasts. <laughs> That's me. I love it. The Sally Jesse Raphael of podcasts. That's right. You better believe it. <laughs> you just have the blue glasses instead of the red. Well, yeah, I decided to switch it up. Uh, I thought I, I should let her have that. This is yeah. you know, hipster it's, Sally Jesse. <laughs> it's her brand. Yeah, exactly. But the likeness is unreal. The likeness is unreal. You know what else is unreal? What? Well, I'm going to use that as a perfect segue to get into this Huffington Post article. was a perfect segue until you called it a perfect segue. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what's, what's unreal is uh, using a condom. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but it does, have to do, it does have to do with using a condom. So uh, this is an article on Huffington Post uh, entitled, What to do when a condom gets stuck inside of you. Or oh, problems I don't worry about anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is what medical experts share the steps you should take and how to stay calm through it all. Um, well, if it's stuck in your vagina and you think you can reach it, reach well, it. They reach say it reach it. Hook up in there. Up. Hook it up. Yeah, they basically the only tip in here is, um, oh my god, don't use tweezers. Don't, don't use tweezers. Yep. Yeah, you might tear a hole in your pussy. <laughs> um, and also not to tense up. But if it's in your vagina and you think you can't reach it, once again, don't panic. Definitely use tweezers. No. Um, <laughs> Get tongs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Barbecue. <laughs> uh, but they say to go to a doctor. Well, they also say if it's in your bum, you can just... Yes. We haven't out. gotten to that Poop part. Poop it on that. Now, if a condom is stuck in your anus... What you just said, um, but if it's still in there, yeah, uh, since yeah, the condom itself doesn't present serious health issues and risks, um, you could just take a laxative. Yeah, just push her on out. So in other words, just leave it in there until it comes out. Again. <laughs> yeah, you'll be fine. Just relax. Yeah, let that happen. Just relax. Take a deep yeah. breath. That's the big. Let it all go. Has this happened to either of you? Have you lost one? <coughs> Have you lost one in you? Have you lost one nope. inside someone? Nope. Uh, well, Landry is, as we mentioned, irresponsibly sexy. Never uses condoms. Uh, <laughs> I did lose a condom in a girl one time, uh, and it was it was not a girlfriend. This was just just kind of casual. Like I think we had sex like three times total. Uh, 
and I, I made the mistake of staying in too long. You know, like you, you, the party's over, you've hit right. the crescendo, but like you still want to get a couple of good pumps in. And then your dick's like, ah, I'm going to sleep. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you go to pull out. But by this time, the the large, huge erection that I have. Uh, <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. There's an adjective there. Has, has, has returned, uh, what's his name? The Hulk is now Dr. Bannon. And, uh. Is that his name? Dr. Banner. Banner! I knew I was close. <laughs> My dick is now Steve Bannon. <laughs> it's a racist. Oh, God. A shriveled old racist. <laughs> well, yes. Uh, and so, so it's not enough to, for the condom to grip it, and it stayed in, but this was the first time I'd had made that mistake, and I didn't know, and I pulled out, and I'm like, yep, yeah, and I'm stretching, and uh, she's like, where's the condom? Oh. And I'm like, that's... Uh, Okay. It's, 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 on, it's on the floor. Did I tell you I'm a magician? <laughs> <laughs> Is this your condom? <laughs> I made it disappear. Uh, and then I like had to pretend I knew what was happening, and then I just kind of... Luckily, I just saw it kind of hanging out of her. Oh, yeah, you're lucky in that. I wonder and if that's typically how this happens, because, like... I would assume... You stay in too long, and then, yeah... I could see it getting loose, and then you yeah. just don't have the traction. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, I, I don't know how it gets stuck in there, but it also does get this article gives the tip, but just grab the condom at the base, and then remove yourself from the situation. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you just uh, hold the condom on your dick while you pull yeah. it out. That's a life pro tip, y'all. Yeah, pretty good uh, way of doing that. Now you know. Great. Trying to educate people. Yeah. Well, you know... Uh, That's the truth. That led uh, us down another... Uh, Oh, uh, yeah. uh, another to clear, um, and it's always porn lied to you, according to actual porn stars. Um, I really did my research on this piece. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because it uh, it mentions a number of performers in the adult entertainment industry. Oh, I see. When I sent this, I said, Tom googled every last one of these people. Ah, <laughs> certainly did. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, the article has a link to most of their Twitter profiles, <laughs> so I would just look at their Twitter and go, oh, that, that's them. Uh, and, the one, and then some of them, I was like, hey, and then I looked them up on Pornhub. <laughs> oh, I see. So what tips do they give us, Landry? What lies are we being fed? Well, that's a great question. Um, number one, huge penises are not the norm. Unless you're fucking me. Uh, <laughs> this episode's called Tom's Gonna Big Dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it the truth? Only one way to find. Actually, I take that back. There are multiple ways to find out. We'll get <laughs> Follow me on Snapchat. Um, this one says most women aren't as loud and screamy as they are in porn. I feel like that's obvious too because it's uh, in the most in a lot of porn that's highly produced. It is very over the top. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, dear <laughs> God, I, I gotta put my headphones in. This whole situation. <laughs> It's uh, uh, rather entertaining, but uh, not factual. Oh, uh, well, uh, but I do. Isn't there something? I was reading something in preparation for one of these episodes, and evolutionarily, women are more vocal during sex. There's something about um, indicating to men that you're receiving pleasure that's like an evolutionary. They they suspect it's like an evolutionary thing. I, I'm sure it is because the whole point of attracting a mate is to get that. Baby goo in you, and uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> you both cringed. 
Yay. <laughs> and so, like, that's a way to get get that to happen. Like, if you're showing pleasure, like, that's a big ego boost yeah. for man. Like, if, like, dirty talk will make you come, man. <laughs> for man. For man make me come. Man make me come. That's, <laughs> all right. Um, oh, here's here's two that I thought were interesting, which is that uh, that I thought was more commonly known, which is that uh, number three, anal sex is almost never spontaneous. Well, no. no. I felt like everyone knew that. Everything you eat's got to be planned out. Yeah. Well, lube on hand. You gotta have lube on hand. You're cleaning yourself out. <clears throat> and yeah, I, I've I've dated one girl that really enjoyed anal, and I don't know, maybe she was just always prepared like a Boy Scout, but. <laughs> <laughs> but she like we would, we would have spontaneous anal. It would, there was always a bit of a spontaneous <laughs> favorite punk rock band, and she would. Uh, I mean, there would always be a lot of cleanup afterwards. Oh, but, okay. But like you know, sometimes you just throw in a condom and make well, sure you're, you're fine it. with it. Yeah. 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 Or yeah. you just clean yourself up, take sure. a shower. I feel like that was a revelation when I started talking more to my gay male friends. They were like. Sometimes there's just poop. And I was like, what? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, but what? <laughs> like, you just, you just do, you just deal with it? And they're like, yeah. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, wild. Men are pretty gross. Wild. And if you put two men together, that's double the gross. But I feel like that's with sex, you just have to accept that there's going to be some gross stuff going on. Yeah. What's up next? Well, um, Oh, well, not all gay porn stars are gay. That's okay. true. Okay. Gay for pay, people. Um, let's see. Wait, what? Big butts in porn usually aren't as big as they appear? Yeah, that was fascinating. They use a wide-angle lens to make your ass look fat. Yeah. Nice. Riley Reid looks like she has a big old butt, but she feature danced at night trips, and she's like 5'1", 110 pounds, nothing on her. There's no... There's no butt. There's no butt. Yeah. There's no room there. That's like how much your bones weigh. <laughs> <laughs> like bones and very small titties weigh 110 mm-hmm. pounds. I'm not trying to shame her. There's no ass. Yeah, just a fact. Science. <laughs> yes. Were there any on that list that you guys want to talk about? Because uh, no. uh, acting. got to my big ones. Acting in porn is exhausting. That's true. If you've ever done any uh, any type of entertainment, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's it's more hard. tiring than it works looks. Uh, yeah. Lots I of- just finished listening to. Um, John Ronson did a podcast about August Ames. Do you know about her, Tom? No. Mm-hmm. She was a porn star that died. She hung herself in a tree. Oh, I did hear about that. California. Yikes. Um, but that really opened my eyes and his other podcast, The Butterfly Effect. Not to advertise for someone else, but it's very well done. Um, just the realities of the porn industry. Like they're there like twelve hours a day. God damn. Getting pounded. Like, it's just Deep not bird. always... It, it, like, seems like an ideal job, but they usually work for a year or two. They're done by that point. They're too... Their, it's too hard on their bodies. It's, uh... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot more difficult than people think. Like, saying porn is easy because, oh, you're just laying around getting fucked all the time is is about as stupid as saying stand-up comedy is easy. You're just up there talking for an hour. That's not... It's <laughs> like, right. That's not how that it works at that. all. <laughs> yeah, it's having the most... Also, like acrobatic, physically intense sex for hours a day. Like yeah. it's just yeah. And then to hold that pose, we got to get some steel shots and. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> thing I didn't know that I learned during that podcast. They'll do it once for stills and another time to actually mm-hmm. video. And I was yeah. like, you do the whole fucking thing two times. Like, 
Oh my god. Good lord. Terrible. Good lord. <laughs> um, well, speaking of terrible, um, yeah. Well, uh, why don't you introduce this? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading these articles today, and I was like, I'm gonna have to preface that I might yell. Uh, so it's legislative season around the country. A lot of state legislatures are in session. And they are really, with the introduction of Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court, mm. their balls have gotten huge. Yeah. And they feel like they, it's time, it's high time for state law to challenge Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. And of course, the most renowned states in the United States, Alabama and Georgia, have decided mm-hmm. to really take this head on. And Ohio. Yes, Ohio. Ohio. I think Louisiana, maybe. There's some other states that are trying it. Ohio did pass a heartbeat bill. Um, But yeah, trying to change abortion laws. Stuff that's really criminalizing starting after six weeks of pregnancy, which is two weeks of missing your period, which is a normal thing for many women. Like, you wouldn't assume, like, oh, fuck, I'm pregnant. You'd be like, ah, my period's late. Maybe I should check on that in the next week or so, but I'm not really too worried about it. I've had my period in six weeks. I mean, I know I'm not pregnant because it mean I was literally having babies with like a battery. Right. <laughs> Someone sent me that. You're gonna give birth or to a, a robot. finger. <laughs> yeah, it's like me. It's like a little finger with my face. <laughs> That's the only way I can be pregnant. Um, but it's. It, I've been reading so much about it. The last couple weeks, if you're not educated about it, highly encourage you to find some credible sources to read about it. Um, but it is depressing as shit, and um, states uh, not allowing loopholes for people that was incest, it was rape. They don't care. Um, their whole goal is to establish that a fetus is a whole ass person, yeah. <laughs> and to criminalize <laughs> doctors that provide abortions. And then attempt to criminalize um, getting them as well. So women. Was that part of it? Because I thought, I thought that at least the Alabama law, which is still outrageous, oh, uh, isn't criminal. Isn't that nothing in that bill criminalizes the woman getting it? I think the Georgia one is the one that leaves Georgia a does. legal loophole where it could happen. Um, I did watch the like c-span-esque video of the alabama floor debate over this bill it was a screaming match it got very intense thank god thank god because like i I get worried in people prison that stuff here in oklahoma like it's just gonna fly through no one with any power will stand up to that shit right i like it's concerning um i the whole time i was reading this i was thinking about all the people that when trump won said (laughs) you're being hysterical this is we'll get through this we've been through a bunch of bad presidencies and we all lived like okay motherfucker <laughs> why don't you go tell that to the natives who andrew jackson like genocided yeah. like some yeah. of us lived a lot of people did not and that the republicans straight up gangstered their way into an extra supreme court nominee yes. oh god yeah like just I mean, completely honestly, like obama's got one now fuck him <laughs> we're just not going to do anything for a year there's no intellectual honesty on that side at all. No. It's like the rules only, we get to make them and decide when we follow them and when we don't. And it's all bullshit. 
Well, and, and you're saying that side. I'm going to go ahead and say both sides because the Democrats are so fucking weak on shit yeah. that they don't actually stop the horrible shit the Republicans are doing. Right. Like, uh, we're losing oh, well, everywhere. Well, yeah. So, <laughs> I didn't mean for this to turn into a huge political podcast. <laughs> but a lot of times, uh, especially the left, will uh, allow the right to push stuff so that they can say, look what happened. And then that helps a grassroots effort for whatever they're trying to push. Yeah. So a lot of times they're willing to just die on the stone for oh, it, which is we're ridiculous. Playing, we're playing politics. Nancy Pelosi is playing politics as much as anyone else. I mean, that's oh, part definitely. of why I love her. But at some point, it's like, and I will say, during the fight for the Affordable Care Act, she was great about being like, the political cost of this will be great, but the benefit will be great. And I'm mm-hmm. going to sacrifice our majority to push this through even though i know it's not going to be popular so right. she can do it but i'm like now it feels like this shit matters more than it ever has and she's kind of just like wavering back and forth everyone's talking it's more political like there's very few moral leaders on either side i would say there's definitely more on the left yeah and all the moral leaders on the right are just white supremacists. And that's the morality they're leading the charge of. Um, and anti-woman and anti-queer. I mean, it's just... I'm trying not to freak out, but the stuff that's been going on with abortion... And I heard people, like, when, uh, when Kavanaugh got, got finalized, they were like, well, I don't know why y'all pissing your pants about abortion they don't just vote on abortion every year it's like bitch it's a lifetime appointment yeah. with the fucker like we knew this was gonna happen yeah we knew as soon as it got turned to a, a conservative majority that somebody's gonna challenge Roe Wade right and, and now it's happening precedent will continue to be challenged over and over and typically Supreme Court does not go against precedent sometimes they fucking do yeah. and the thing is all of these politicians are well off like at the end of the day, if mm-hmm. their kid needs an abortion, they will always get an abortion. This is classist, racist bullshit. And it's designed to keep people down and not having options. And it's, I have really tried to shift from using a pro-life kind of label for them to anti-choice. Because mm-hmm. they're not pro-life. The minute you're born, they're like, fuck you. Good luck. Yeah. We're not going to educate you. We're not going to feed you. Like, we don't... They do not care about these kids after they are actually born. Like, what... It, it's so inconsistent to me. So, for me, it's that was a huge shift in my thinking. And also thinking about it in terms of reproductive justice and not this dichotomy. Mm-hmm. So, if you're a black, you have... Reproductive justice is the right to raise your kids in a neighborhood where police will not shoot them. And to have access to good education not being a food desert have access to good food like it is a number of things that are justice not just about abortion and republicans don't stand for any of that shit mm-hmm. oh i get i get upset i know well you know i think it's a, a crazy issue and um i would definitely... just like to see more men speaking out about it yeah i mean I, I, for women this is panic inducing even if you don't plan on getting pregnant, this is terrifying. Like, I will not get pregnant anytime soon without a lot of hard work going into that. <laughs> this is still horrifying to me. And I haven't seen men, like, journalists and stuff like that having the same kind of, like, mm-hmm. intense reaction to this. Like, this, you all are part of this, too. And, like, 
men need to speak out about this to other men. And I think that's just a really key part of this. Yeah. Oh, it's been a long couple weeks. I get you. Well, we're not done talking about it. This <laughs> yeah. guy, uh, like, for example, in this situation, uh, this uh, guy was a sperm donor to 114 kids. In a new segment <laughs> we're calling... Keeping Man's up re- with the Bachelorette. <laughs> Man's reproductive rights. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are moving on to the story uh, in the Atlantic uh, about a Bachelorette contestant who uh, says he is a sperm donor with 114 kids. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Does he have the douchebaggiest name of all time? Which one? Matteo? <laughs> oh, that's close. Garrett's in the running, but the one I'm going to give the gold star to is Chasen. Yeah. yeah. C-H-A-S-E-N. Chase wasn't bad enough. <laughs> um, yeah, so this guy uh, is, I don't know. I don't know anything about him. He's a management consultant from Atlanta. Um, and also, wait, I wonder how much you get paid for this. Cause to be I on The Bachelorette? No, to give your jizz. I'm not oh. sure. Because, like, if I could, I'd... Given up to buy a house, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Just in there jerking off like three times. Yeah, three. I'm like, here we go. It's on your resume as full time employment. <laughs> yeah, I just jizz all day. But thank you. Uh, and also, this article asks uh, how many kids uh, should one person have. Uh, I say two, <laughs> just enough to maintain you and your partner and cut it the fuck out. The world is overpopulated. (laughs) Now, I also don't know how to ethically enforce this belief. It's just what I believe. (laughs) I mean, some cultures have tried to enforce Well, they've done it, not ethically. (laughs) Unfortunately, they were limited to one child and were horribly sexist. So we don't have that. That's right. Thanks a lot, China. Yeah, thanks, China. Uh, Oh, by the way, you can get, depending on, uh, you know, well, first you have to be accepted as a donor. And there's a bunch of other factors but you can get between $35 to $100 per specimen wow he did uh, all of that for like 35 bucks a yeah month. you can earn well you can earn a thousand to fifteen hundred in a month based on wow. donation center location age health eggs are way more valuable oh yeah. for sure well that's I used supply. to see ads on Craigslist when I was in college oh, and I no. said oh maybe <laughs> <laughs> well, how, much so, was, how much were the offers like 10 grand or some shit what yeah and people at my Bible study, of which I, these were the wrong, looking back, wrong people to go to with this idea. Yeah. I could have been set for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I was went to them and was like, maybe I should just donate an egg. They're like, how would you feel if you had a child out there? I said, I would feel nothing. <laughs> I would have been like, what does that have to do with me? It's like, obviously in a good home. People paid lots of money. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Right, exactly. Like, these people got money. Like, yeah. it's not my problem. If you could do that twice Give a me year, one that's, egg. A, that's, wow. that's a nice little bonus. Yeah, dude. Maybe yeah. I can live off of it, but... I mean, you could, but it'd be real tight. <laughs> you could definitely vacation on it. Yes, that's what I could do. I go to a lot of islands with 20. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, do you guys want to hear why this is uh, weird? Yes, okay. please. <laughs> yeah, haven't got yeah there why yet. is it weird? Um, well, it's concerning to have uh, to have a single donors used too much, uh, according to the ASRM's president. Adding that more than a hundred times is indeed too many. 
Um, <laughs> he suggests Agreed. no more than 25 births per sperm, do- sperm donor and a population of 800,000 people to prevent accidental incest. Accidental incest, my least favorite punk rock band. <laughs> I am now afraid that I <laughs> fucked my brother or sister. I don't even know. I, I didn't do anything. I did have an accidental date with a cousin once. Oh. It was a, a, blind, a blind date in yeah, high school. But, uh, oh my but, god. So that would be terrifying okay. to have, like, actually, you don't know who you're, that you're half brother and sister. Right. And well, there's also another component to it about, like, being related. And what, what? Well, there's, like, sometimes heightened sexual attraction between people that have a biological, like, connection, but we're not raised together. So, right. like, or, sometimes yeah. they're really sexually attracted to each other. So it's like, these people are out there and don't know they're related and might be like hyper attracted to each other, not know why, and like fuck and make babe incest babies. And they didn't had no idea. Like, no idea they're fucking their brother. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. Um, but America apparently is one of the few countries that doesn't tell people how many times you can donate, how many kids you can make. Yeah, a lot of other countries do, and I think that's a good thing. Seems like <laughs> it. Yeah, um, I mean, they kind of end this uh, article by saying uh, that is, of course, why it's so interesting to see sperm donation uh, dressed on The Bachelorette, a show about the spectacle and promise of heterosexual coupling. In this context, is conceiving 114 children a masculine boast or fodder for jokes and queasy references to incest? Ah. Or Well, I know which route we took. <laughs> yeah, I know which route we took. Or will it be just another semi-interesting fact like the same guy's VR startup or milk chugging skills. Mm. Milk chugging skills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He also uh, was a pilot to impress the ladies. <laughs> which, that only is true if you are a good pilot. <laughs> no That's one, true. No one's, no one's hopping on the dick of the mediocre pilot. <laughs> it's like, that was a very bumpy takeoff. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was pilot school. Well, it passed. <laughs> I gotta get the fuck out of here. If you want to impress the ladies, find something you are good at, and there will be someone willing to film you yes, because you're true. good at what you're doing. You just gotta be good at one thing. Yeah. That's what I've always said. You know, he's good at selling his jizz. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> he's very passionate about yeah. this. Um, well, are you guys ready for our Reddit? Uh, yeah. All right, great. This one is uh, kind of long, so bear with me. It's what uh, I usually tell my girls. This is what it's titled. Tom's got a big dude. <laughs> this is titled, How Do I Convince My Girlfriend That Cheesecake Factory Is a Great Restaurant? You don't, because it isn't. Well, and here's what he has to say about it. <clears throat> Sorry, this is a calling. It's the only downside of our relationship of three years. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's the whole thread. Well, I mean, small potatoes. Big menu, but small potatoes. We can probably let that one ride. Yeah, I think so. Get it to go on a night when you're alone. Yeah, yeah. why do you have to take her to this? Yeah, see, just just go. Eat by yourself. You've got other friends. Or eat by yourself. Be polypulinary, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Eat what you both like and come back home. I just want a girlfriend for Cheesecake Factory. That's it. That's all we're doing. Literally, that's all. We're just eating cake. (laughs) 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 All right, well, that's all I have. Well, all right. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Fuck Tales. Woo! I'm Tom. I'm Lauren. That, uh, oh, I can't say my own name. No. All of a sudden, I can't say. Okay. You know what? It's your birthday. You can say your name. I'm Landry, and this has been Digital Intercourse.